0: Hello y'all and welcome to College Chat Insight, a series of special episodes within the College Talk series podcast where we invite students from colleges and universities across the country to answer some popular questions about their school. We will cover different aspects of college life from academic, social, cultural, and the student life on campus. Our student guests will be sharing some personal tips on how to survive college and the different resources and opportunities available on campus for future incoming students at their school. Other than the amazing insight that they will share, our guests will also talk about general advice for students who are in the college application process. So make sure to stick around and now let's begin! Hello everyone, this is Trung again and welcome back to another special episode of College Chat Insight. Today we'll be joining with a very special guest, Tu Pham, who is actually one of my first few friends that I met during the beginning of my college career here. And now she is one of my best friends and I'm just so grateful to also be able to work with her as the co-president for the Harvard Rhythm Youth Association this upcoming school year. She will be joining us today to give some more insight into Harvard and the student life here. If you are applying to college or if your dream school is Harvard, make sure to stay until the end to hear some more tips and advice from our special guest. So now let's welcome Tu Fam.
1: Hi, Jung. Thank you so much for having me. Um, like Jung said, my name is Tu. Um, I am a rising sophomore at Harvard planning to study applied math. Um, And I'm super grateful to be here. Um, Jung is one of my closest friends, and I've had so much fun working with him throughout this past year and getting to know him better. So thank you for having me.
0: Yes, thank you too for joining us. So just to get things started, um, my first question for you is, um, why did you choose Harvard? Or what made you want to apply to Harvard and then in the end deciding that you want to go here?
1: Um, Honestly, I didn't really have clear-cut reasons. I think... I really liked the location. Um, I knew that the program was good for applied math. And I knew that if I had wanted to change my plan of study, I knew that, um, Harvard had a lot to offer in the other departments. Um, and I'm from Texas, so I, I wanted to go far away and the, the financial aid is really great at Harvard, um, for lots of situations. And so what I applied early and I got in early. So I actually didn't really apply to a lot of other schools. And I didn't really have to make much of a decision because um, just based on talking to my parents and like doing reflection, I didn't really think that any other school would be as good of a match for me. So um, I think my experience is maybe different from a lot of people's, but really I didn't have that much of a decision to make once it came to the admissions process.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for sharing too. And I also feel the same thing with like financial aid. Like Harvard have very generous financial aid for its students, uh, to make sure that financial barrier won't stand between you and like a college education. Uh, so definitely I think that is also one of the big reasons that I choose Harvard at the end too. Um, so now speaking about Harvard, uh, what would you say is your favorite and also least favorite thing about Harvard?
1: Yeah, I think the best thing by far about Harvard is the people, not to be cliche, but I think I have found so many people at Harvard, even with just within my first year that I have um, felt so at home with. And I think they're amazing. I mean, not only are they great at everything they do, but they're also so kind and so thoughtful and open-minded. And I've been really blessed to know all of them. And I get to. S- You know, when you're at college, you get to spend so much time with these people. You're living with them, you eat with them, you go to class, do all these extracurricular activities and just hang out with them all the time. So you get to know um, everybody or like your friends very well. And I'm super grateful for that. I would say probably the worst thing about Harvard, um, and this might not be specific to Harvard. I think it's just college in general. It can get um, quite stressful uh, just because I think the Harvard mentality is that, you know, we we try to do a lot of things all the yeah. time, which is, which is okay. Like, I think that's just how I would live my life as well. But sometimes mm-hmm. it gets a little stressful when I see like a lot of people are doing a lot of other things and it doesn't seem like people are relaxing. Um, but I feel like that's just part of growing up as well. So um, I think you know, how I cope with that is just to remember to take care of myself and maybe like hold myself accountable with friends. And we all try to do some kind of self-care.
0: Yeah. Self-care um, is really important. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. hmm
0: yeah, I feel like also, cause I, I do feel like very overwhelming during even like the first week of school. So Harvard, like a good thing about Harvard is like they have so many opportunity and resources available for you, but that also come with like a bad thing. So you don't know which one should you do or should you do all of them. Uh, so that's def- definitely like very challenging to decide and not like, uh, you have a limit and, um, uh, also taking care of yourself um and also about like community that you mentioned i think it's also nice that uh, our first year students live together in the yard uh to build a like very strong community before you go into your uh, like upper housings um uh, for like uh sophomore year so i think that's really awesome so you really get to like know Almost everyone, or like at least Harvard, make uh a lot of effort, try to like let all the freshmen know one another. We like eating in the same dining hall and living in the same yard and also taking a lot of like intro class together. Um, like Xbox and Freshman seminar. So I think that's really awesome. Okay, so now that I just mentioned some like classes, let's move on to talk about academics. So would you say the academic environment at Harvard is more collaborative or like more competitive, or is it like a mix of both?
1: I would say that it's a mix of both. I definitely think if you Mm -hmm. are looking for one over the other, then you can find it. I will say that I've mostly had a collaborative um, experience or like sense of the academic environment at Harvard. Um, I do a lot of my work with friends. Since I am studying um, math, applied math, I do a lot of problem sets and I I think almost every problem set I've worked with somebody. Like I couldn't get it done by myself. Going to office hours is really awesome. I think there is some competitive nature, but if that's something that you don't want to be around, then you can definitely stay away from it and you won't be missing out on anything. And you can definitely find people who will always be there to like help you with your work or um, talk you through something. And I don't think I think a stereotype of Harvard is that everybody's like cutthroat and, and like just trying to beat you. But I honestly don't think that's true for the whole student population. And, and I think in general, the environment is very collaborative. And and if you find like good people to work with, then you will be set and um, it'll make class a lot easier.
0: Yeah, definitely. And also just going off on that about like the people that you mentioned before, one of the best things about Harvard, like... I definitely can also say to people, like, for example, too, right now, like, I'm really glad to be able to meet you because I won't be able to meet you if, like, I don't go to Harvard, even though we live in, like, Texas and, I don't know, very close, like, Fort Worth and Houston, but still, I don't think our path would ever cost if I don't go to Harvard. So I'm just like really grateful, like to be able to meet you and also so many other people. And I feel like a Harvard student, like everyone is just so inspiring. And although you might have the same interest in academic or extracurricular, like your story are so different. And, uh, even like my friend who are also pre-med like me, like our path to pre-med is so different from one another. And then you really learn a lot, uh, from like being friend and from connecting with uh, your friend outside of the classroom. Um, so you are a applied mathematic uh concentrator or major uh although like we haven't declared yet, but I think you are pretty set on that, right?
1: Yes, I would say so, and we decide this semester, so
0: oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> I think in like November, right, and yeah, I'll probably do psychology my concentrator also but it's nice right now there are lots of advising sessions available for upcoming sophomore to just talk about like uh course requirement and talk about like which concentration you should choose i think this upcoming uh wednesday there's like a sophomore specific like advising session um that's really great so that's a lot of help a lot of resources available for students uh, so we won't feel that overwhelmed so um uh, speaking of apply math i have a lot of respect for you and also for people who do math, and I'm not really good at math uh, myself, Um, but um, how are your math classes?
1: Yeah, so I actually haven't taken a lot of applied math courses yet because I took a ton of introductory courses my first year, Um, but the math class I did take, I took um, basically linear algebra and multivariable calculus my first year, and I would say that I enjoy it a lot. I especially enjoyed my second semester where I took Math 22b. It's called Vector Calculus and Linear Algebra. I thought mm-hmm. it was super awesome to see how the two related to each other because I had learned a little bit about both in high school. and But then this course really tied it together. I met some really awesome people in there that I did my problem sets with and I still talk to them and hit, um, like do zoom calls with them to this day. And the, um, professor was super awesome. He was extremely accessible during office hours and really wanted the students to succeed and to really understand the material. And this won't be applicable to, to future years. But when we had to move online for the, for coronavirus, he was super mm-hmm. understanding with that, but he still structured the class in a way that we could still learn, um, even if it was slightly less workload to ease the stress of everything going on. Um, but yeah, so I think the class, I've had a pretty good experience with math classes so far, even if they've just been intro. Um, and mostly because of um, the teaching staff, I think it was really awesome. And they work really hard to make sure that their students understand the material.
0: Oh, that's really great! Thank you for sharing too. And would you say like that a math class is some of your favorite class, or are there any other classes you really like that is outside of math? Since Harvard is like a liberal arts school, so we do get a lot of exposure to different fields outside of our like intended concentrations.
1: Yeah, to be honest, um, I so I took math my first year, and I took a couple other courses to start working towards my um applied math concentration. So I. Actually, didn't explore as much as maybe I would have wanted to. But one course I really enjoyed was Spanish, and although that's probably not something like super special, you can find that at any school. I think the way it was taught was super awesome. We did so much conversation, and which was really nice because I had taken Spanish in high school, but we rarely spoke. We just did a lot of like grammar, and so I think my Spanish really improved, and I learned a lot more about Latin America and the culture there. which was really important. I think that needs to happen in a language class. So yeah, so I guess to answer your question, June, I think I didn't, I probably didn't take as many unique classes like as I would have wanted to Um, my first year just because I think I was probably too set on math and I thought I needed to knock out all these requirements, which is probably something I didn't need to do. But I definitely look forward to exploring um, more courses and like taking advantage of the liberal arts education at Harvard.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely We still have like three more years And that's a lot of time to explore too Uh, So I think you will be fine And yeah, the language uh, class at Harvard is really great too so me personally, I took Japanese. Uh, it was really like the highlight of my freshman years. And I really love Japan. I also wanted to learn Japanese for so long. But in high school, I just didn't have that opportunity. Um I learned a lot from like just using Duolingo or like watching anime. But that's just not the same as like formal classroom with like other students who also like really interested in Japanese. And that's really just like it changed a lot uh, during the process you are learning by learning alongside with other people who also like the same thing. and Also, just interacting with the professor. It's just really great. And yeah, like Tu said, you don't just learn about the language, but also the culture and everything else that you love that comes alongside with language. I think it's really awesome. Okay, so now let's move a little bit farther away from academic and talk about what student does outside of the classroom. So um, what activities are you involved in on campus at Harvard? And I know you have quite a lot.
1: Oh uh, Yeah, so I think the main thing I do at Harvard is a lot of public service work with PBHA, which stands for Phillips Brooks House Association, which is kind of the umbrella service organization at Harvard. They have a ton of programs. Um, so actually I do this with June. I do Boston Refugee Youth Enrichment, which serves, um, it's like academic enrichment um, for mm-hmm. immigrant and refugee youth in the Dorchester area, which is a neighborhood in Boston. So that has definitely been amazing. Um, a lot of the students we serve are Vietnamese and um, so it's very close to my heart because a lot of my family was in the same situation um, at mm-hmm. some point so every Friday we would go to um, the Dorchester area and just spend like an hour with the kids teaching curriculum that we had created to just help them you know it was more hands-on and fun so we would do a lot of like um, like we would make slime together and then try to spell words or, mm-hmm. um, or like make paper towns with bags and just learn vocabulary about the city so I thought that was a super meaningful activity um, especially for me and June I think with yeah the our... kids are so
0: wonderful it's yeah. really like the highlight of our like week uh, every week we always look forward for, for Bri just to take off the stress from school and be able to like interact with the students and also like use Vietnamese too because usually in Harvard I don't get to speak Vietnamese that much like usually just with two or like some of my other week friends but like Really, whenever we are with Bry and Bry kids, I can really feel like, oh, I'm home again. Yeah, so it's really nice.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm actually also continuing work with Bry this summer through Summer Urban Program, which is yes. Um, I can. Yeah, so I've been doing Bry online with kids. Um, been working with them for about the past three weeks or so, doing something similar to what I do during the year, just more intensive over the summer. And then the other main public service activity I do is through one of Harvard's student-run homeless shelters. It's just called Harvard Square Homeless Shelter. So this past year, I served both as a resource advocate, which means like just um, coming to the shelter once a week and helping guests find resources, whether that be applying for jobs or trying to figure out where to go next after the shelter. And then also, um, at some point, I was an overnight volunteer, so I would come in once a week and stay the night. and help with um, just various things to help keep the shelter running. And I think that was also a super meaningful experience. I was able to get to know the guests a, um, a lot more, especially since I was there about once or twice a week and I started to recognize them and hear their stories. They're also resilient and inspiring. So I definitely think that's another amazing part of the activities that I was able to do at Harvard and outside of public service i i'm in the Harvard Vietnamese association with Jo which i also love so the vietnamese community at harvard is quite small i will say um but it's that makes one i guess one pro of that is that the vietnamese association is super tight it honestly mm-hmm. feels like a family and honestly growing up with not a ton of vietnamese community around me it actually seems bigger than what I'm used to so I've just really enjoyed that being able to bond over certain parts of our culture and like eat food that makes me feel at home it's it's been really nice especially with the adjustment to first year and mm-hmm. then outside and of that that's
0: co-precedent ever
1: <laughs> no that's you too oh my gosh <laughs> um and outside of that I sing and dance with the notables which is a show choir we sing Broadway and Disney songs exclusively. I have a lot of fun there. I think that's definitely my most low-pressure activity that I do. We just get together for about four hours a week and practice. Um, and it's it was it's like the only non-audition choir on campus, so um, anybody's welcome. I played piano up until this point, but I wasn't super serious about continuing it. So this was a really nice way for me to keep music in my life without it being um, too stressful and. The last thing I'm super I'm pretty involved with is Harvard Project for Asian and International Relations, and so that is basically where I'm on the the operations team, and we are supposed to organize two conferences a year, um, having to do with Asian and International Relations. We organize one at Harvard, and we're supposed to organize one in Asia. Unfortunately, that got canceled this year with coronavirus, and I'm not sure when we'll be able to hold a conference again. Like, I mean, you know. Or yeah. when we'll be able to hold a con- a normal conference, I don't think it'll be a- for a while. But mm-hmm. the one that I w- we were able to host was super awesome, getting to meet um a lot of different people throughout um, the world and just learning a lot more about the current issues in the Asia-Pacific region.
0: Yeah, I'm also involved with something similar to an uh, age pair called OSCAR. But uh, our main um, group of students that we... um work with our Chinese high school students from China. And I'm also thinking like we are in the same position right now where most of the programming, we're probably going to be online through Zoom or like we won't be able to do like in-person programming or conference until like probably the next year, next school year or so. Um, but yeah, just have to be hopeful. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing too. And uh, okay, so next up soon, uh, I know like Harvard, we have a very special thing called housing system. Uh, so I just want you to talk a little bit more about how are your experience with the dorms living at Harvard and also the quality of food, which is one of the more popular questions for Harvard students. So yeah, housing and food.
1: Yeah, so like Joong said, in the first year, usually... Um, first years all live together in the yard which is kind of like the central part of campus Um so I thought that was super awesome I lived first year in a dorm where I had four roommates or suite mates and that was honestly great because I think the way that we were paired up um, I'm really close to them now I don't like they are some of my closest friends at Harvard your first year you're randomly sorted into dorms based on you fill out a rooming survey and just on your preferences like do you sleep early or late how messy are you so it's more just about compatibility rather than I know some schools you go in with your friends um, and honestly I'm super grateful for that system because I met people that I don't think I would have met otherwise and some of them are now my closest friends I would say a big chunk of my friends come from my dorm um and I still definitely plan on keeping in touch with them for the next forever. So, um, even though we're not in the same dorm anymore, um, going forward. And so like Joan said, the housing system at Harvard is super unique. So after freshman year you're sorted into an upperclassman house, you get to choose who you sort with. You choose a blocking group, which means that you choose. Yeah. Up to eight people, um, that you want to be in a house with and, So then on housing day, which is a tradition that Harvard has, you find out the house you were sorted into and it's completely random. Now, um, they'll just sort you into a house unless you have specific, like, um, accommodations that Mm -hmm. need to happen. And from what I've heard, I haven't experienced it yet because, um, we just finished our first year and unfortunately we won't be living on campus probably for the next year. Um, the housing, house community is super awesome. They do a lot of events like intramurals. They have special they have events specific to the house that they do. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and I, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing how they're going to try to maintain that community virtually over this next year or so. And in terms of the food, um, I know that a lot of people complain about Harvard food sometimes Personally, I don't think it's terrible. Um, yeah, me I think, too. you know, food is food. Uh, like, I'm grateful that there is food there and that, like, we don't have to do a lot of work to get it. And I personally just, I like to add a lot of flavor into it. Like, I put Same. a lot of soy sauce in the, I use my... so much
0: ketchup and sriracha <laughs> yeah, on the thought. Sure. Thankfully, yeah. they are there. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. They have tons of spices that you can use to just try to flavor your food. Um, I mean I miss Vietnamese food a lot. I like that I eat that every day at home, so I guess something that I miss a lot in Harvard food, but other than that I think it's it's okay, you know. It's college and yeah. um, Food is food, so.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's something you cannot really control, so uh, it's okay. And like, there are also lots of dining options outside of um, the dining hall food too. So there are things like food truck uh, in the Science Center Plaza where you can buy food. Uh, there's also food in uh, Harvard Square that you can also buy from. Or even if you want to go further, there's a uh, downtown Boston, Chinatowns. Those are very accessible uh, via the T, uh, the train, the public train that we have here in uh, Cambridge and Boston it's really nice coming from Texas I took uh, like driving my car for uh, granted because apparently uh, in um, Boston you have to really use public transportation and public transportation like save your life like bus um, shuttles and also the tea they really like save you lots of time it's so convenient to just go to places and for authentic Vietnamese food uh, probably Dorchester would be your best bet um, there are lots of great like banh me and also lots of great Vietnamese restaurant there we actually went together um, for um, our third outing for um, Vietnamese Association so we went there um, and got lots of great food but also because I also do some volunteer in Dorchester like Bridewood too and also some other one in Dorchester so usually I go to the area a lot uh, to also get Vietnamese food so definitely there's a lots of option for anyone so now let's talk more about like the social aspect at Harvard. So can you describe to me a typical day during the week? Uh it's like for like a Harvard student. Probably you can pick like the busiest day. For me, usually it's on Wednesday, but you can pick any day during the week and then you can describe from the morning till when you go to sleep.
1: Yeah, so I think my days vary a lot, you know, just day to day and then also semester yeah. to semester um classes kind of dictated my schedule. But I would mm-hmm. say maybe Okay, I can choose a day where I maybe had a lot of classes. So Wednesday, on a Wednesday, usually last semester when we were on campus, I had, um, not my 9 a.m. Spanish class. And so I would wake up, um, I had a really bad habit of skipping breakfast. Um, so I would usually wake up around 8.40, like very barely, and then just, book it to class, um, which is not a great habit. I don't encourage that. So after that, it was nine to ten fifteen. I would take Spanish and then I had about an hour until my math class. So I would usually go to the library and just do some extra studying or work. Um and then so my math class was at twelve. I had about an hour and hour and forty-five minutes in between. Um so I would have my math class. Um usually I would try to grab lunch right before maybe get something to go sit through that. And then right after that, my last class of the day, I would have my economics class um, from 1.15 to 2.30. And then I had a really bad habit of taking really long naps. So maybe that would happen. Sometimes I would try to go to the gym to try to get um, just like, instead of hitting the midday slump, I would try to like mm-hmm. get energy again. So I would usually do that, um, start doing my work. Um, and then the rest of the day was usually dedicated to meetings or Certain activities. So on Wednesday specifically, I didn't have, I don't remember what meetings I did, but that could be like, for example, my rehearsal for choir or like a meeting for HVA or something like that. Or um, maybe I had a shift at the homeless shelter. So that's something I would maybe do in the evening. And I would also um, try to do my work whenever I had off time. I would eat dinner, of course, try to catch up with a friend in the meantime. Um, and then I would usually, once I was done with all my meetings, I would usually go to the library. Um, my favorite one is Lamont Library, which is in the yard. I love the it because monster. it's 24, yes, because it's 24 seven, not 24 seven. It's open 24 hours yeah. a day during the week. Um And then in the weekends, they have some limited hours, but I would usually stay at the library till around two to 3 a.m., which is not great. And then I would walk back to my dorm and go to sleep around then. Um. And the reason why I wake up kind of late during the week, like around like 830 or something like that was because I went to sleep so late. Um, so, yeah, just it is a lot. I spend a lot of time in class and then at meetings like right afterwards. And then after all that's done, I usually get to my work. And I also spend a lot of time like walking back and forth to places. Um, I definitely going into school, I didn't realize how much time that took up just just like getting to and from and then you know sometimes something would come up like I would see somebody at the dining hall and I would just want to talk to them and I'd end up like wait not wasting because that's a good time but um Mm -hmm. just spending an hour more at the dining hall than I'd meant to like I think that happens a lot like if you see somebody passing by and Mm -hmm. you know you want to spend time with them I think that's amazing way to spend college because the people also make yeah. the experience so mm-hmm. yeah things like that will come up as well <laughs>
0: yeah you learn a lot from like, uh, like spontaneous conversation with people in the dining hall like when you walk through class and I feel like most of my exercise from college is from walking from like building to buildings. I think it's nice though, although like I feel like Harvard like they have a lot of buildings stretched across a like different area but I think it's still like pretty manageable it's not like too far that you need to get like a or something so definitely walking is fine especially the reason why it's like 97 percent of students live on campus also because just very convenient to like walk to classes or to like meetings in the area i think that's really great okay so that is during the week how about the weekend so what do you usually do during the weekend for fun outside of like academic
1: um so actually during the weekend i had a lot of Extracurriculars is scheduled. For example, one of my shifts at the homeless shelter was usually scheduled during the weekend. Bry was on a Friday evening afternoon, so I did spend a lot of time there, which I think is great. Like I wouldn't have changed that because it's a really nice break from academics, and I can kind of ground myself and spend time with the greater community rather than just Harvard. Um, Other than that, I would spend a lot of time calling my family back home, my friends. I tried to call my family at least once a week, and then Maybe every several weeks, I would try to call my friends um, to just catch up and see what's going on. And um, I would sleep more. I would be more generous with myself in terms of naps. And i not a person who was at the party scene a lot. So that's not something yeah, I really too. did at Harvard. Yeah, but if I had a lot of time where I wasn't super stressed, I would go maybe out to Boston and um, maybe just walk around with a friend or get something to eat. Um, and I would spend Sunday um, at church sometimes, and then any other remaining time I would just spend like catching up on work or trying to get ahead for the next week. I think maybe something I would change about, you know, my first year when we were on campus is just trying to give myself more time to like explore the area. I think a lot of times I take for granted that we're in this we're near such an amazing city of yeah. Boston and Cambridge is also super great to explore. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I wish I had done more of that because I think with the weekends I really tried to spend a lot of time catching up or like getting ahead for the next week because I usually was super just stressed about a lot of the work I had to do. So yeah, that's usually yeah. my typical weekend. <laughs>
0: So hopefully whenever we do come back, hopefully in the spring semester or maybe next fall, we can go and explore more part of Boston, Cambridge or even Dorchester. Cause I feel like there are still many area in Dorchester that we haven't seen yet. So that would be great. And also like for non-party people out there who are listening to our episode, similar to two and me, it's okay. Uh, there will be no be like any pressure like on you to have to like attend party or do anything that you don't want to do. Uh, and also there are so many other ways to have fun with your friend uh, other than like going to party. So I know like for me and two, and also for a small group of friends, we usually also like host like a movie night. I think Trick did a movie night, one of our friends like get funding from the school. So Harvard actually give us money um, to like buy pizza, buy food and like host like a small, uh, movie night in one of the dorm, so we can hang out like that like that during the weekend also we can go to like watch movie last time we went and watched uh frozen too uh in downtown uh in around chinatown area and was really fun too. me too and then another one of our friends was there so it's really fun a uh, lot of ways to like um spend the weekend and like get outside and get outside of the Harvard bubble and also just to relax. So really nice. Okay. And now we are coming toward the very end of our episode where usually I have a section where we will share some advice and pers- like, uh, personal tips uh, for anyone who are applying to college right now and also for incoming first year students. So since two, you are recently uh, finished uh, the first year at Harvard. Although there was a lot happened during the spring semester due to COVID nineteen. Um, but um, how was it like being a first year student on campus? And also, what advice would you give for incoming freshmen who are going to Harvard next year?
1: Yeah, I think personally, for me, especially starting out, I will be honest. I did feel a little bit isolated and lonely at the very beginning, especially since coming from so far away from Texas it was a very different environment and um, as a person who was very close to her family growing up um, it was a bit hard for me to try to like live without them for the first time in my life Mm -hmm. so I think I definitely felt a little lonely my first year and also or my first semester and I also had a little bit trouble making friends just because I wasn't at the party scene and like I didn't And I didn't know how to spend time outside of that with other people just yet. And I like had a little bit trouble making friends. So I think if I was to look back on that, I would just be kinder to myself and remind myself that, you know, it's an adjustment, like moving 2000-ish miles away, both for me and Joe. Yeah,
0: it's like a process. So trust in the process. And it takes time. Everyone is different. Mm -hmm. I definitely can feel like that too.
1: Yeah, and I think I maybe would have uh just kept in better touch with my family and friends back home Um I wish I like that support system I'm very lucky that I have that support system and I wish I had used it more because I think at the beginning of college I was just a little lost and I didn't really have anybody to confide in on campus but yeah like Jung said it's a process and I think by spring or or maybe it'll take longer like you'll be able to get the hang of it and um just remember to take care of yourself Um know that it's super natural to feel a little bit lost like that and I think especially for first years at Harvard and another big thing that will struggle you you might struggle with is imposter syndrome so what that means is that you feel like an imposter at the school you feel like you shouldn't have been let in and you feel that like everybody has their stuff together they're like super amazing and that you're different from that and I think um that is also something completely natural to feel and something to remember is that I think everybody feels imposter syndrome in one way or another and that's just not at harvard i think that's in many different situations and i think it's important to remember that you're there for a reason um and that everybody's feeling it to some degree and i think you know it's something that will come up every once in a while but once you get settled in and you find like your group and your niche and like what you love to do i think at that point you don't worry about it as much so yeah as a as a freshman i think if i had to do it over again maybe i would just keep that advice in my mind um mostly just to be kind to yourself and understand that a lot of people are going through the same thing
0: yeah definitely i like to call it like everyone is fighting their own battle inside and although like they look good on the surface like they got everything together but just not like everyone is struggling and like like, you might look like you got everything together for another person. So, just at the end of the day, focus on yourself. And, uh, uh, the only person that you should like worry about is just yourself. I think trying to improve yourself other than like comparing yourself to other people, which it kind of be very hard and also create a lot of stress, especially when you're going to like a very competitive, like, top-tier school like Harvard or any other top-tier liberal arts school where, where everyone seems so like top-tier and like um so good like so accomplished and just know that you are also very accomplished uh, yourself too. Okay, I definitely
1: and, agree so yeah. I'm just gonna add something uh-huh. I definitely agree with that and I just think it's also important to remember especially at a school like Harvard that we all come from very different places Um, so we all are at different starting points and you know it'll take some time maybe if you feel that you are behind someone else, it'll just take time for you to catch up. And you have to remember that maybe um, there are certain things that happened in your life before this that um, like maybe prepared you in a different way, maybe more or less um, coming into Harvard. So yeah, just like just to give yourself time, don't compare yourself to others. Um, any progress is progress. And like, yeah, first year is a, a lot of adjustment time And remember that everybody's coming from a different place. So don't be too hard on yourself when you see maybe like in class that you feel like you're struggling a lot. Just remember to reach out or maybe in terms of social life, like you see people making more friends than you are. Um, Everybody moves at their own pace. So that's important to remember.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for your word of wisdom, too. And um, I want you to give some quick advice and tip also for high school students who are applying to college right now. Yeah, any word uh, for them?
1: Yeah, I think one big thing is definitely to start your essays early. Yep. Um, it's really never too early to even just start thinking about it. Like maybe you can't, you're not at the capacity to sit down and write, but maybe just like be thinking about it each and every day, like thinking about how certain things in your life influence you. Um, and that, and you can use that in your essay. I would also say, um, just stay on top of your deadlines. Um, they, they creep up on you. I can promise you that. Um, Deadlands. Yeah,
0: definitely. I want to emphasize the essay part, uh, cause you cannot just like write it the night before and then submit it the next day. It has to go through a lot of draft.
1: Yeah, I think also, um, the college application process, there are a lot of disparities in terms of like some students have access to private college, um, tutoring or advising and then a lot of students don't. Um, so I think there are, A lot of free resources out there online. Um, for example, and even if you're looking for something more personalized, there's something called the Fair Opportunity Project that gives you very like personalized college advice. You'll be paired with, um, a college student who will help walk you through like the whole process and be there if you need them, because I think the application process is so daunting, especially if you don't have like some resources that some students have access to. Mm -hmm. And so it is a struggle in that sense. Um, so, yeah, definitely reach out to some of those resources. Um, this is a great resource to listen to, Jones podcast. I think he's doing a really great job of like mm-hmm. equal, um, leveling the playing field for students entering um, college and all of that. Um, yeah. but, I was yeah, about just...
0: to like talk myself here. Like, if you want to know <laughs> no, more, do it for you. then you can. I'll listen to my other episode where I can talk more about that. But yeah, make sure to check them out.
1: Yeah. Um, and also just, um, remember that I guess kind of like trust the process. I think you'll, you'll end up landing somewhere that you'll be able to do well at. And like, it's not the end of the world if you don't get into the school that you wanted to, because I think the college experience is what you make of it. And if you work hard and take advantage of all the opportunities you have at the college you end up at, like, I think that is just as valuable, um, at any other college. So, um, yeah just just mm-hmm. trust the process i think i said yeah. that a lot but that's probably <laughs> definitely i, I need mean to have.
0: emphasize that just trust the process and you end up where you are meant to be if you watch my other episode you're probably gonna know that harvard wasn't my first choice and i applied to another school in new haven early actions and um i didn't end up at my dream school but i'm still like doing pretty well and i i'm so glad that that happened so it can redirect me to like this part of my journey here with two and so many other amazing friend that i met at harvard and also really excited for like the next three year here and beyond harvard um so with that um uh, we are going to end today episode just want to say thank you so much too for everything you'll share with us today your college experience and so many amazing advice to our incoming uh student at harvard but also for high school students who are applying to college right now just know that you will be fine and just keep working hard and you got this um thank you so much too for joining us
1: Thank you so much, Joe, for having me. This was awesome. And yeah, everybody yeah. check out his other episodes. I think they're super great. And they're doing a lot, especially during um, this this time when a lot of resources aren't as accessible. I think Joe's podcast is doing a lot to help um, deal with that problem so yeah thank you too
0: thank you too and since we are like staying home in texas right now hopefully someday we can meet up uh, when situation get better um since we're not in boston um that would be nice and but yeah thank you for joining us today i hope you take care and uh, hopefully we can see two appear in our future episode also so make sure to stay tuned for that Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay updated when new episodes are released. If you were able to take something useful away from this episode, we would really appreciate a rating on iTunes or you can just simply share the podcast with your friend. That would help us out a lot in reaching a greater audience. If you are an incoming or current college student wishing to represent your school and share your story to us, make sure to visit our Instagram page at College Talk Series for more information about how you can join us. our goal here is to highlight everyone's unique color story and experiences so we would really love to have you with us. And finally, don't forget to always try your best, have fun, and see you in our next episode.